we have a little winter rain today. I'm Clover McCloud. Are you ready? Time for another stormy weather story. Last episode, we began the story of Master Archer Tetsuya teaching time-honored principles to his young protege. We continue to read today the following third, fourth, and fifth chapters to The Way of the Bow, authored by Paolo Coelho. The Bow. The bow is life, the source of all energy. The arrow will leave one day. The target is a long way off, but the bow will stay with you, and you must know how to look after it. It requires periods of inaction. A bow that is always armed and braced loses its strength. Therefore, allow it to rest, to recover its firmness. Then, when you draw the bowstring, the bow will be content with all its strength intact. A bow has no conscience. It is a prolongation of the hand and desire of the archer. It can serve to kill or to meditate. Therefore, always be clear about your intentions. A bow is flexible, but it has its limits. Stretching it beyond its capacity will break it or exhaust the hand holding it. Therefore, try to be in harmony with your instrument and never ask more than it can give. A bow rests or lies in the hand of the archer, but the hand is merely the place where all the muscles of the body, all the intentions of the archer, and all the effort of the shooting is concentrated. Therefore, in order to maintain elegance of posture while keeping the bow drawn, make sure that every part does only what is necessary, and do not dissipate your energies. That way you will be able to shoot many arrows without tiring. In order to understand your bow, it must become part of your arm and an extension of your thoughts. The arrow. The arrow is the intention. It is what unites the strength of the bow with the center of the target. The intention must be crystal clear, straight and balanced. Once the arrow has gone, it will not come back, so it is better to interrupt a shot because the movements that led up to it were not sufficiently precise and correct, than to act carelessly, simply because the bow was fully drawn and the target was waiting. But never hold back from firing the arrow if all that paralyzes you is the fear of making a mistake. If you have the right movements, open your hand and release the string. Even if the arrow fails to hit the target, you will learn how to improve your aim next time. If you never take a risk, you will never know what changes you need to make. Each arrow leaves a memory in your heart, and it is the sum of those memories that will make you shoot better and better. The target. The target is the objective to be reached. It was chosen by the archer, and though it is a long way off, we cannot blame it when we fail to hit it. In this lies the beauty of the way of the bow. You can never excuse yourself by saying that your opponent was stronger than you. 
You were the one who chose the target, and you are responsible for it. The target can be larger, smaller, to the right or to the left, but you always have to stand before it, respect it, and bring it closer mentally. Only when it is at the very end of your arrow should you release the bowstring. If you view the target as the enemy, you might well hit the target, but you will not improve anything inside yourself. You will go through life trying only to place an arrow in the center of a piece of paper or wood, which is absolutely pointless. And when you are with other people, you will spend your time complaining that you never do anything interesting. That is why you must choose your target, do your best to hit it, and always regard it with respect and dignity. You need to know what it means and how much effort, training, and intuition was required on your part. When you look at the target, do not concentrate on that alone, but on everything going on around it. Because the arrow, when it is shot, will encounter factors you fail to take into account, like wind, weight, distance. You must understand the target. You need to be constantly asking yourself, if I am the target, where am I? How would it like to be hit so as to give the archer the honor he deserves? The target only exists if the archer exists. What justifies its existence is the desire of the archer to hit it. Otherwise, it would be a mere inanimate object, an insignificant piece of paper or wood. Just as the arrow seeks the target, so the target also seeks the arrow because it is the arrow that gives meaning to its existence. It is no longer just a piece of paper for the archer. It is the center of the world. Posture. Once you have understood the bow, the arrow, and the target, you must have the serenity and elegance necessary to learn how to shoot. Serenity comes from the heart. Although the heart is often tormented by thoughts of insecurity, it knows that, through correct posture, it will be able to do its best. Elegance is not something superficial, but the way in which a man can do honor in his life and his work. If you occasionally find the posture uncomfortable, do not think of it as false or artificial. It is real, because it is difficult. It allows the target to feel honored by the dignity of the archer. Elegance is not the most comfortable of postures, but it is the best posture if the shot is to be perfect. Elegance is achieved when everything superfluous has been discarded, and the archer discovers simplicity and concentration. The simpler and more sober the posture, the more beautiful. The snow is lovely because it has only one color. The sea is lovely because it appears to be a completely flat surface. But both sea and snow are deep and know their own qualities. That was good, wasn't it? What began to inspire you after listening to those principles? Shout out to Diana who gave wonderful feedback in episode one, saying she felt lifted 
and ready to connect with people. I'm really glad that you left that. Thank you. So after every story, I play some lo-fi music to add a soundtrack to wherever you are, watching the snowfall. This is Raw Deal by Gunnar Olsen. Listening to Raw Deal by Gunnar Olson. Shout out to Tristiano Beats and Bureko Time on Instagram. Thank you for supporting the stories. Their music has that beautiful atmosphere that Stormy Weather Stories likes so much. Check them out as well and give them some hearts. The weather outside is frightful. You can always catch a stormy weather story every time the rain begins to fall. I am Clover McCloud. Thank you for listening.